Is that the most irritating introduction? Who's to say? Maybe I am that irritation. But yeah, here, well, not yet. Are oh, the stream starting? Let we get a quick drink, get ourselves in, let everybody get settled in nicely with a bit of Ravi. Also, if you could like the stream early doors, apparently that helps. So please do react. I think heart reacts and all that kind of thing are better than likes. So if you could, wherever you are, that would be beautiful. So today, we're talking about Tommy Robinson and Katie Hopkins, authoritarianism in the UK, Gaza, and other things as well. Just your usual lightness, you know, might talk about Great British Bake Off or something. Unlikely. I see people arriving in the comments. Who's a boot? Who's a boot? John was a boot. Nice to see you. Was in the house. Nice to see you. Was. Alex Gallop's a boot. Nice to see you. Leon's in the house. Ari, Joanne's a boot. She's coming with that fortune telling flavors. Have I been right about something again, Joanne? <laughs> That's why people think I'm obnoxious, isn't it? They don't realize I'm joking. But never mind. They can kiss my dick. Carlos in the house, nice to see you. Big Jez, the king of global philanthropy to rival. George Soros is in the house. <laughs> Kevin Taft, nice to see you, pal. I haven't caught live one in a bit. Always a pleasure, pal. Nice to see you. And Jez says the great British hate off. That's what we do. Um, nice. Glasgow is saying, was going to watch the Pishy King speech, but Mike 100% comes first. And rightly so. No, I really appreciate that, dude. Matty in the house, king of dog care. My eyebrows are massive. They are, and I've heard you're a vegan also. Um, also, if you want to support our work, go to the P to the A to the T, RUN.com forward slash cowdaily. That's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Links in the description for PayPal where you can leave a one off contribution to our work. And also, super chats on YouTube where you can do the same and it will star your comment, um, which is good. And I will see it in, in here. We've learned this. So, patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. That's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Thank you to everybody who's done that this week. There's a few people have. Always nice when my phone buzzes and somebody else gives with a nod that one the right track. Thank you so much. Anyway, let's have a look at some stuff. Oh, yeah, there was one thing I wanted to talk about too. And that was your boy Zielinski. And it was just on some like Mystic Cowery. Um, what I want to point out is uh, um, called this almost a week ago, but we didn't have time for it on the shows. Anyway, it's just sometimes you get a little tell in these type of things. This is Time Magazine. You may have heard of it. Last year, your boy Vladimir Zielinski was made Man of the Year. But this, to me, is one of the indications that the war machine are moving on. Can we wonder why? Um, which is, I mean... You know, the Ukrainian people have been left in the bloody lurch here. So anyway, Time Magazine, front page. Nobody believes in our victory like I do. Nobody. It's been nearly two years. Russia will con controls a fifth of Ukraine territory. Tens of thousands have been killed. Global support for the war is shrinking. The lonely fight of Vladimir Zelensky. I mean, this is canny mad. Like, I mean, considering just the year before, Time Man of the Year, 
what do we think's going on here? There's a few things that are in the article highlighted. Um, I'm saying since the start of the invasion, Ukraine has refused to release official counts of dead and wounded. But according to the US and European estimates, the toll has long surpassed 100,000 on each side of the war. It has eroded the ranks of Ukraine's armed forces so badly that draft officers have been forced to call up ever older personnel, raising the average age of a soldier in Ukraine to around 43 years. Um, also, a few notable things, but his convictions haven't changed. Da, 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 da. Highlighted here, he deludes himself. One of his closest aides, this referring to Zelensky, tells me in frustration, we're out of options, we're not winning, but try telling him that. Um, also highlighted, people are stealing like there's no tomorrow. This is from um, a bri Like, I mean, Ukraine, I read, I can't remember the exact um, um, place it is on the global corruption charts, but this was known before the war. And a lot of this stuff's coming out now. I'm not going to speculate as to why too much. And the reason being is, right, so a lot of you won't know this, in YouTube, but also in Google AdSense, there's like places where um, a thing set aside in red, whereas if you're delegitimizing the war effort and whatever, you can be demonetized. Um, one of the reasons we haven't covered the war is that. The other reason is quite often with things like this, it's after the fact and starting kind of now where we'll start to cover things because... Um, quite often the fog of war starts to dissipate and we start to see. It's one of the reasons why we're being as like stringent as we possibly can on the facts when it comes to um, what's going on in Gaza, as you will see later. And you've obviously seen in the shows that we've done and the writing that we've put out since October the 7th on that particular topic. Um, so I just wanted to give you some nod about that. And um, we'll see a shift in messaging from the war machine. We'll see a shift in um, moves towards getting round the table. And as we said from the ultra start, when it's first kicked off, um, you're going to end up round the table anyway. So why not start there? But obviously can't really speak freely on here about it for reasons I've just described. Let's see what you've got to say in the comments, though, about the war. Um, oh, Kathy's in. Nice to see you, mate. Kathy Corp. Good morning, all. I hope you're well. Slaz back in the house. Literally, perfect timing. Just got in from walking the smudger. Shouts to the smudge. Michael Dines in the area. Good morning, Milkers. Right back at you to concert's finest. Paul Foot. Nice to see you, pal. Hope the moves went well. Hello, folks. Hope you're settling in. Canny. Nice one. Great to see you. So one of the things that I want to talk about here, let's just have a quick drink of this water. Um, we've mentioned Elon Musk, links with Bannon, Peter Thiel. I mean, he started PayPal with Peter Thiel. How there, man? But after two years, Katie Hopkins, Katie Hopkins and Tommy, 27 million names have been reinstated on Twitter. This surely has nothing to do with the fact that um, the UK government and elsewhere needs to manufacture consent, is it? It's now a day whatsoever with the fact that the EDL was used as a vehicle to um, move the UK far right um, into accepting Israel. It's nothing to do with that's been happening in France with Le Pen as well and all of that kind of thing when the Le Pen family are complete anti-Semites historically. It can't be do doing with the fact that 
it is alleged that there might be intelligence assets who are here to move a certain section of society towards what the war machine wants them to do, is it? Whilst all the while telling everybody out there, the anti-establishment ones, surely not. Anyway, Elon Musk, who absolutely is acting in good faith, let's have it right, ahead of all these elections coming up. <laughs> Absolute bullshit, isn't it? Complete and utter. It's coincidental. How could you possibly have wheeled these out when you're trying to call people like us hate marchers? Um, this is off the back of Douglas Murray, one of the other like Rogan brand merry-go-round places. I predict that one or both of these will end up on Russell Brand under the guise of, oh, I'm just trying to like talk to a range of people, grab bags. Look, people who have been following Rogan and whatever for a long time, because believe it or not, Rogan used to be really good back in their the Justin TV days. People who follow that kind of merry-go-round and where that's going and are, are cognizant and aware of what's happening know what's up here. You all know what's happening here. These two absolute mug lords have just been let off the leash. And you know that Musk is just going to give them all the organic reach. It's going to be just absolute carnage. And quite frankly, I'm here for it because <laughs> we need to get in there and get get fighting for our ideas are just better. So let's get on the front foot and tell them all about it. Obviously, it's going to be slightly hard because um, as much as these will get boosted, we won't. Um, they'll do it all under the guise of so-called free speech, though, when in reality it's about platform and fascism. Let's call it what it is. Let's continue to call it what it is. This is exactly what I was saying on this very show in, well, certainly recently, and on Milk the Cow podcast back in the day, 2015, around the Brexit stuff. We know what's up with these people, man. They're basically, if they're not intelligence assets, then, you know, they're dumb because they could be making a hell of a lot of bloody money about, about what they're doing. Anyway, we move on. Part of this is a plan to brand anyone undermining UK as extremist in a crackdown. This is from express.co.uk from yesterday. The new definition leaked in the wake of increasing clashes between police and pro-Palestinian protests, risk hindering free speech, officials have warned, according to the Express. Listen, man, get back in the sea. <laughs> There's like... I think like in London last week, there was a really tiny amount of arrests. I mean, look, anybody who's tuned into this who isn't from the Secret Services shouts shouts to you, hi, um, will know that this is just part of lies, triangulation, um, the continuation of the Corbyn smears and using those things that have been embedded in people's heads about people like you and I, the opposite of what we are to um, wind up and get Millwall fans essentially along to start kicking people's heads in. Statues. Remember statues? Statue defending. Inanimate object defending. Um, we'll go on uh, some other stuff later on in the show as to why that is utterly hilarious. But at the same time, not hilarious because we've got the actual Home Secretary saying this. Hate marches. We even had the Met Police. The Met Police. The spokesperson for the Met Police saying, well, she's just stringing two words together there, isn't she? Saying that together, like yesterday. So in some respects, she's putting the Met Police where she's putting them and like making it so it's their choice. Also, the Met put a statement out about the um, hate march at the weekend um, saying that, well, it's, it's what they do where they strongly suggest the organisers that 
they call it off before they cancel it. Um, the Palestinian Solidarity Campaign have put an immediate statement out last night saying that's not happening. They're going to keep marching for obvious reasons. I mean, genocide hasn't stopped, has it? So we're going to see a, a greater move towards authoritarianism. Well, that we're already here, but even worse. And it's going to target people like you and I. So we need to get organized there and fight back. Um, what it'll result in is quite a lot of arrests, I would imagine, a show of force. That'll all move on and everybody pretty much who hasn't started like slapping people will get off with it. Um, but that will be really quiet or not reported, as usual. Whereas like the arrests and everything will be like basically a bigger version of what was done to me after Afghanistan on the local Sunday sun, the Northeast. There'll be people targeted and it'll be this whole name and shame shopper job thing in newspapers. I use that term loosely, like the Express. Just something I want to point out, the Freddo price of HS2. At the current price of 49 pence for a Freddo, every man, woman, and child in Britain can have 2,854 Freddos for the cost of HS2. HS2, for those who have been under the rock, is the government's way of handing money to people like Boris Johnson's dad for free, whilst not actually delivering on another thing. It's another PPE, VIP lanes thing. It's another way of moving our money, public money, into private hands. Let's call it what it is. Let's call it what a lot of these things that the Tories have done is. And let's be completely and blatantly honest. Labour are not going to be anything other than hands in the trough. Somebody pointed out on the Freddo thing, you can get one for 25 pence. So double the amount of Freddos you can have and take off a penny's worth. All for that. 2,854 Freddos for ye and Jafava rather than a non-existent ghost train. I know which one I'd rather have. Freddos are fantastic. Joe Biden support the genocide of Palestinian people. No qualification, just want to tell you that. Um, bombs dropped on Gaza about 1.5 times the explosive force of Hiroshima. This is from Euromed Human Rights Monitor. So Gaza between the 7th of October and the 2nd of November 2023, 25,000 tonnes of ordnance. Hiroshima, World War II, that's 15,000 tonnes. How many children do you think have had to die? For all of that to happen but how many people within the war machine are clapping their hands at the amount that had you know one of those rockets on the iron dome right 100 grand 100 fucking grand i saw footage the other night where there was like 50 of them being just flying around in the air crazy i also saw footage which i haven't been able to corroborate yet to so take it on that basis where quite a lot of them are failing and um doing like boomerangs back into israeli territory which is also stupid um, John Lennon, our society is run by insane people for insane objectives. I think we're being run by maniacs for maniacal ends. And I think I'm liable to cut away as insane for expressing that. That's what insane about it. Never before in human history, I would wager, at least in living memory, have us all been able to relate to John like we have today, like we are. And as we, as we see the things that we cover, hopefully in an entertaining format for you all, that we explore and uncover like the layers of the onion what your boy lennon is talking about absolute maniacs and narcs running things and then trying to crack on like they're somehow grown up because they're cheering along murdering of babies or allowing COVID to just let rip or whatever the hell other outrage and indignity these utter sociopaths are visiting upon us and i do this show right 
because we've got to start somewhere and I've got to make, I have to make a contribution, however small, big or anywhere in between. I do this show because I feel like the media are not covering these things. So we've got to fucking start somewhere. And luckily I had an existing platform and I was going to wrap it in after I got long COVID and all, all that. But then I realized that that was not going to help. What am I going to do? Just sit there like not thinking and feeling the same. And I know you do too. So that's a start in it. And as we did the other day when we did more of a community focused show, I loved that by the way. And I, I know you did too. Um, we're feeling the same. It's like Alice was saying, like Alice Will was saying, it's mad that all of these people are feeling the same way that she is. And there's got to always be an element of that in this show, always, every time. Because once we um, connect and we realize that we're not alone, and as Alice said, that it's mad to find that out, that there's people think just like we do, then we can always win. You know how else we can win? Stick a reaction on this bloody stream and share it for your dark. Come on, man. How are Also, if you want to support the work, go Peter the A to the T, RUN.com forward slash cow daily. That's Patreon.com forward slash cow daily to make a regular and predictable one off contribution to our work, which means that I could do this full time and then we could really chant doing Babylon. But in the meantime, I'm having to run around doing all kinds to pay the bills. But that's life and that's my choice. Also, if you want to make a one off contribution to our work, go to PayPal link in the description and you can do that by super chat <coughs> excuse me frog in the throat super chat on youtube where you will get a starred comment on the screen i believe i think that's how it works how very bloody lovely also if you'd like to sub subscribe go to youtube.com forward slash cow daily that's youtube.com forward slash cow daily stick your notifications on put the bell to all and you will always know when we post a video there also, Spotify, Apple Podcasts for all your audio needs. All the best, war kids. Comments, let us see. Who's a boot? Who's a boot? Slaz's a boot. Tommy, 10 names for hire on Twitter. That's right, he's back. The voice of MI6. I mean, we're working class. I mean, MI6. Oh, Glasgow, what you got? I assume you've seen they want to bring in a law, make the extremism to undermine the UK. Certainly have, sir. And that is very bad for the likes of you and I and others. Jez Hunt. Good. Everyone needs to hear from Haiti Cockpins and Tiny Tommy Ten names. They do. Michael Dines. How will we know when KH and TR are dead when they're rotten and rancid now? That is brutal, but I like it. Jacqueline Hemmons is here. Nice to see you. Hi, everyone. Not hate marches. Hero marches. I fully agree. Also, always a pleasure to see you pop up, mate. Leon. Similarly, always a pleasure, never a chore. Rogan got corrupted by money. It would seem so. He seems to have like made a, a right rightward shift since um since like the lockdowns and the anti-back stuff and all of that carry on. Also, um the Spotify coin as well. I mean, there seems to be a hell of a lot of special forces people on. I mean, that Tim Kennedy one the other day was like very instructive. Carlos is saying, Putin and the cabal played the long game at the expense of so many of his own population. They'll probably two years later than expected to achieve their objectives with the help of the Israeli situation, as it were. Musk just might see himself as a new Trump, buy off enough political liars, get that constitution changed, and become an emperor of the world. I mean, I think he certainly thinks in those terms, um, which is 
really quite bloody interesting, really, isn't it? Glasgow, look at me absolutely foreshadowing this, stealing your content, which I thought was great. Um, just one of the things that, and I think this addresses it really great from Glasgow, um, follow Glasgow and the Fellowship of the Memes on your Facebook. So the meme is, they don't like the LGBT community in Gaza. Glasgow pops up in the next window. I don't need people to like me to not want their genocide. Response from the person lefty, is it? Oh, yes, I just say a word I can't say. Lefty F word. So as Glasgow has quite accurately pointed out, the one of the things from the right is talking about um, the view, not the well, the predominant view in Gaza around LGBT rights, and it's something that I've struggled with in the past too. But Glasgow, in a position to be able to talk about that, has said you don't need people to like them. We can talk about after the genocide stops about like you, the, the other side of it with the LGBT rights. But in the meantime, let's stop murdering the bands because they probably have never even heard of somebody who's gay. But I've seen a, I've seen a hell of a lot of that. Thousands of those dead bands like you have. So people dragging that shit into the frigging weeds just as a, a salve for the for dead bands is absolutely just disgusting crack, isn't it? Absolutely the worst. One of the things, right, that I do want to point out too about this march and about how um it's about the criminalization of protests, stuff we've covered on this show before. Um, before, well, to obviously try and stop it. But Shelley Asquith here at Shelley Asquith, she's like trade, trade union representative, I believe. She's talking, there's talk of trying to ban Saturday the 11th of November ceasefire now march or of it disturbing events at the Cenotaph. She says, one, the march will go nowhere near Whitehall. Two, marching will start nearly two hours after the minute silence. Three, Remembrance Sunday is the following day. Four, armistice means ceasefire. If that tweet there doesn't actually expose the absolute crazy hoarseness of this all. And people just like going along and agreeing, yeah, ban the hate march, ban the hate march. It's like get Brexit done and whatever other soundbite you want. The reality of it is stark as Shelley is laid bare. And also armistice means ceasefire. We are the ones on the right side of his history. I saw Barnaby Rain or uh, a clip on GB News, right? And he points out that we as peace campaigners are the people who take the torch on from your Wilfred Owens and these war um, poets who um, he was taught, Barnaby was taught and uh, um, Rhys Mogg on his show. And he quite ra- rightly put Rhys Mogg on the back foot by pointing that out and Rhys Mogg had now to say. So the problem that we've got here is we've got the authoritarianism of the Labour Party and the Tories. Labour Party not providing any opposition because they're general. I mean, they've said it. Lammy said last week that it's about him being foreign secretary. Let's be honest. So that's what we're dealing with. So we just need to understand where we are actually at. It's not going to come from Labour. Another thing here, right? Check this out, man. Emily Maitlis. She posted this, right? And this is the source that Loki found. She posted this video, but like a clipped sort of TikTok version without any citation. And as a journalist, apparently, <laughs> not great. And if she was still working for the BBC and she was doing that, she would have been bound by that and she would not have been able to have done it. But she's not now. She works for Global Media and does a podcast outside of the public. So what it says here, 
Hamas's annual turnover at one billion. This is pushed from the Israel's foreign affairs ministry, right? Which have been caught, as we've seen recently, putting out some right bullshit. So I just wanted to like show that that the bad faith action of the media at the minute and key figures like Emily Maitlis should now better and does. And I'm sure it's got nothing to do with what you see on the screen. If you were listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please go to youtube.com forward slash cowdaily, subscribe and find out what I've put on the screen. I'm going to be doing more of these actually because we get paid on monetization on YouTube. And please do listen and continue to listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But if you haven't already, please subscribe and um, that would be massively helpful. Um, like the streams, like the videos, that kind of thing. Comment as well even if it's after the fact, because that really helps we um, be seen by more people. Thank you kindly. Um, let's see what the commentator, the commentariat has to say. Full foot. Why aren't Israel being done for breaking the Geneva Convention? Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to be able to give a full picture of that right now, and I, but I think that's a whole section in and of itself. So um, let's park that up, Paul, and then I'll try and get back to that in a future show because I think that could cover the whole show, mate. Um, ba -ba -ba -bum. Jacqueline is saying, can't give you the price of a Freddo from the 70s, but I'm sure I remember being able to buy a Mars bar for about four pence. Natural inflation, though. But at the same time, um, it is a really great way of like covering the price of inflation. Glasgow says, in response to Paul, Israel in part of the ICC, International Criminal Court, same as the US and Russia, so, they can, be so can they be externally held accountable? Again, I mean, I want to talk about in the future about like what's the UN's role? Like, do we need to change it, remodel it, whatever? But well, I've got time in this particular episode, so we won't. Um, Matt, are you saying all these arrests? Where will they put those that the arrest? They close half the police stations in the southeast. Well, there's the thing where will they put these people? That is a question in and of itself. Right, last item for this particular show is this Cow Daily, Emoi. This is a quote from Medscape, right? People infected multiple times with COVID-19 are more likely to develop long COVID and most never fully recover from the condition. These are two of the most striking findings of a comprehensive new three-year research study of 138,000 veterans. Now, what this is part of is there's an ongoing veteran study in the United States. That, that's people who are in the armed forces. Um, and there's a certain cohort where they get blood tested like periodically throughout their lives. But it's a bit like, you know, that's seven up, 21 and up and all of that where the check in with people over the course of their lives from a sociological perspective. This is obviously a private medical thing that the US um, Army does, and it's a great way of assessing these things. I mean, look, if you've tuned into this show before, certainly since I came back from long COVID myself and seen how I've been up and down, up and down over the last couple of years or whatever it is, you'll know that we know this. This is nothing new to us, but this is just more grist to the mill, more evidence more of what we already knew and if you're here for the first time i'm sorry that that might be like um well it's going to be a surprise isn't it but we together can actually change this um we'll go on to more of that in a moment if you're just new here and if you're not you know what's up this is from hiroshi yasuda on twitter i'd say eg.5 eris is the worst virus ever as it causes only mild acute symptoms, dry cough, running nose, etc. 
Many people don't realize they're infections to SARS-CoV-2, don't go to hospitals to get PCR tests, don't care about spreading the virus, and then get seriously ill due to a variety of diseases, heart failure, multi-organ injury, cognitive deficiency, sepsis, etc. weeks or months later from the unrecorded infection. And that, ladies and gentlemen, to my mind, is the real conspiracy. No, I mean, obviously, you know, we want to always interrogate things, but this anti-vax thing is the is a red heron designed to get people who maybe would be inquisitive off the off the chain, away from what this actually is. It's right there in front of you. Capitalism needs to pay for mitigations, which we will talk about in a bit, like HEPA filtration and other things, and it won't because we are in the, this period of unregulated capitalism never before seen, which, as I'll show by a quote from Jim Stewartson later, overpromotes utter psychos. So what we have at the top end, not everywhere, but in some places, most places, certainly in the so-called evolved West, is very few mitigations in place and a hell of a lot of denialism, not just from these people who stand to benefit, but from the general population too. But the problem is, as we've seen by the first quote from Medscape, it's going to get us all eventually. And quite often, if we don't get organized, because nobody's going to do this for us, then we won't know what's done us in. We will, though, because we, we've been on this for over two years, haven't we, chaps? Yes, that's right, Grot Packs, we have. So we are like that girl from Johnny Briggs. And I don't care if you're young, this is for people who are middle-aged. The girl from Johnny Briggs, who liked the Tiger's extravaganza in the park and whose mum was a nurse and was always right. My mum, who's a nurse, says, wear your mask or you're going to die. Anyway, here's some more info from bbc.co.uk. You may have heard of them. UK workers have taken more sick days than at any point in the last decade, research suggests. Staff took on average 7.8 sick days in the past year, up from 5.8 before the pandemic, the Chartered Institute for the Personnel and Development, CIPD, found. What do you think that would be if people weren't just cracking on, dragging themselves into work? Because if they don't, they can't afford to like pay for the general life because the cost of everything is such a ripoff. Think about that. Two articles in front of you from Schools Week. On the left, staff absences at twice pre-COVID levels as winter illnesses take their toll. And that was from January this year. The exponential growth of long COVID is making this far worse. So unions call for the government to cover the cost of supply staff and improve ventilations. Forget about your calls, unions. Start balloting for strike action now. And union officials, if you're listening to this, get across this. And if you've got any connections with union officials at all, please send them this podcast or put them in direct contact with us. And I will send them the same amount, like information I sent to the Green Party that went to the all-party parliamentary group um, a few months ago. We'll do this and we'll keep pushing this and we will bloody change this. So on the right from Schools Week, almost one in 10 secondary pupils off as sickness absence rises. The proportion of pupils missing school because of illness has doubled in two weeks. Think of this, right? Those two competing crises, which is what they are, sickness and also sickness in schools. Who's looking after them kids when they're ill at home? And if you look at the... um Pain conditions of people. If you're taking time off for looking after your kids, you'll be lucky if you'll get a day or two, if that. And if it's especially if you're like a single parent or whatever it happens to be, and your kid's young, good luck to you. If we don't actually start 
well, not even start. We've been doing it. We've been doing it for two years. Hop on, join what we're trying to do, which is just rational, evidence-based thinking with a view to practical change. This is solutions-focused. Everything has to be. Because if it isn't, we can't die. We aren't going to die. Nature Magazine, The Burden and Dynamics of Hospital Acquired SARS-CoV-2 in England. Go and read that if you can. Check it out, find it. This is from Jim Stewartson. Under, and I think it's a catch-all for a lot of what we're talking about here. Underregulated capitalism has allowed a strain of raging psychopathy to take control of key sectors of our way of life, including business and politics. At the root of this dynamic is the fact that our system rewards people who don't care about others because they have an array of options that people with empathy don't have. It's hard to be competitive when your competition is willing to do shit you would never be willing to do. So the people who are willing usually win. This applies equally to business and politics. In this way, we sort all the high-functioning sociopaths and psychopaths to the top of the pyramid and reward them lavishly for it. And once they get there, those people want to surround themselves with people who have no interest in empathy either. So they replace anyone who won't behave like a sociopath with someone who will. So what's the fix to that, chaps, right? Well, it's not the entire fix, but we build our own institutions. We build our own workplaces. We employ the people with empathy and we compete. It's not just about this kind of gentler thing. Like that was a thing which has to be underpinned. That's about our value shape and our approach to what we do. It shouldn't be the the standard bearer because in this world of psychopaths and sociopaths, do not give them an inch. Don't make it easy for them. Um, We can win, but we have to start where we actually are. And that means by acknowledging where we're actually at and using evidence as our guide. Reject the framing that we're radicals. The radicals are the people trying to like call peace marchers hate. That's not us. The radicals are the people trying to tell us all to go into work and schools whilst there's this deadly virus on, on the loose, which, as a professor has pointed out with the error strain, is the worst virus ever in some respects because the initial infection is mild. So people are like, oh, it's fine. Look at what it does to you from a vascular perspective. Look at just look at what like multiple infections does, but we can stop it at source. Like that's the thing. I mean, one of the things that we can do here, right? This is from a carbon dioxide meter, and as you can see, we can measure this, right? And if the alarm goes off, then we clear the room. But that room, right? So that's like a first. Um, tell that there's COVID in the room, right? How do we get rid of it? We get rid of it with HEPA filters and other things. There's a comment here from that uh, I replied to Mandy Park and on, on the Facebook page. And what Mandy was saying was that like she was like, oh, I think, you know, this is part of why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. She's also saying that on buses, coughing into hands and touching things, sneezing all over everyone. Honestly, every time she actually gets on a bus, usually twice a day, she feels like she needs a shower afterwards. I'm not surprised. So I've replied to him, it's proper scruffy. On the buses in Andalusia, they have clean air. All of the publicly run buses run HEPA filter systems, which remove COVID, pollen, and other nasties from the air. I was on one a little while ago, absolutely chocking. It felt safe. The air even tasted good. Honestly, the relief of being in a place that just will not cut you loose and just like makes your life feel important. Um, this from New Scientist, schools cut COVID-19 sick days by 20% using HEPA air filters. Placing HEPA air filters in the classrooms in the Bradford area of the UK 
reduced the number of COVID-19 related absences among students by more than 20%. This is from the 20th of October, 2023, a few years ago. If you've been here a while, you'll know that we reported on this ages ago, ages ago. Nice to see newscientist.com catching up though. Cheers, Huns. This from Nate Bear, for me, one of the most important voices out there at Nate B underscore panic on Twitter. A BBC headline about a hospital in England bringing back masks says hospital trusts returns to masks as flu and COVID cases. So there's a graph on the screen. The blue line is flu and it's went from a peak which was near COVID and just dipped and it's a flat line down the bottom. The upshot of this is cutting through the shit. It's COVID. And this is like people not testing. COVID is rampant. It's everywhere. It's in the wastewaters. But don't get it twisted. It's airborne. Please mask, HEPA filters, join our campaign to change this around. Carbon dioxide meters, which um, already mandated in Belgium, it's happening, it's here. Um, and the more and more and more that this happens, it'll melt away ideology, facts, simple as that. So do not feel um, anything other than positive because things are going in the right way. There's just going to be a bit more pain, but at least we've got a glimmer. And that's because of people like yourselves stepping up and talking about this, taking this, this show, sharing it with people, um, sharing the information. Down to yous. We're winning. Might not be as quick as we might like, but at the end of the day, people have come off the back of um, being lo lo on lockdowns and it has affected them mentally. Also, people just want to put things behind them and it's this constant crises. Sorry, Steve Bannon wants to flood the zone with shit, COVID, whatever else you want. So there's always something to keep her busy. But solutions focused is the way. And also empathy is the way. And that sets us apart from others. But that's not radical. That's just entirely rational. Also, if you want to support work, go to pta.com forward slash cow daily. PayPal link in the description. If you want to make one-off contribution to work. Thank you so much for being here. Always a bloody pleasure, never a chore. One love, FTDCH, empathy for the win. Catch us later. He has some mad like Illuminati thing. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, I was just having a joke the other day. I'm not actually in the Illuminati or a spook. Goodbye, everybody. See you.